Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs, your place to get the very best tips, tricks, and tactics from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Stephanie Burns. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the top three podcast for entrepreneurs. This is Stephanie Burns, the founder of Chic CEO. And today I have with me Mary Marshall. And Mary began her business career running a family-owned business. Learning the details of small business operations and management led her into a career coaching small and medium-sized business entrepreneurs who were interested in selling their companies. She then started working with a high-tech firm in Oregon that led her to accepting a position with Vistage in Seattle, working with over 50 local CEOs. And in 2012, Mary left Vistage to work directly with entrepreneurs and launched Marshall Advisors to help CEOs and executive teams achieve their goals. And today we're going to talk about the top three organizational tips for entrepreneurs. Mary, thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? I'm terrific. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm I'm good. Thank you for asking. Thank mm-hmm. you for asking. So before we dive into the tips um, for, for getting organized here, um, I gave everybody just a small bio, a little bit of background on you, but can you fill us in on your career and how your journey and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Um, yeah, I've, I always call it the accidental career because uh, I don't think I really started out to do uh, what I ended up doing. But um, I love everything that I have done and am doing today. Um, and I think that's really a great, uh, I don't know if I want to call it a lesson for entrepreneurs, but part of the entrepreneurial journey is that you go where it takes you. You never quite know uh, what's going to happen. And so for me, it was, I was fascinated by business and had a couple of businesses, uh, but I was always wanting to do the next thing. And so the um, working with entrepreneurs, I got to be a fly on the wall with all these different businesses. So it was as if I was a part of all these different businesses. Uh, fulfilled my needs of uh, variety and all these different things going on. And I love working with entrepreneurs. So it worked well for me. (laughs) Right. So tell me what you're working with on now with Marshall Advisors. So Marshall Advisors is an advisory for um, CEOs and executives. So I run a small little think tank of uh, CEOs who get together and solve issues. Um, and then I also work individually with entrepreneurs uh, who uh, want to become better leaders. And so I go into the businesses and depending upon what their needs are, I do different assignments. And I also bring in other resources depending upon uh, what they're uh, needing at any particular time. And then I do a lot of um, volunteering uh, with businesses, just sort of helping nonprofits do some executive uh, work with the EDs and some of the nonprofits around town. Very cool. So since we kind of dove into your background um, professionally, we always like to ask a surprising secret so we can get to know you a little bit better personally. So tell us a surprising secret about you. Well, it's sort of, uh, it doesn't apply anymore, but for the longest time and as when I I was working with uh, CEOs uh, and, and writing my book, wanted to be on Oprah. I always thought I would be a great business advisor and, and wanted to be on the Oprah show. And then lo and behold, uh, she went off the air, you know, and now has her own network. So, you know, my, my idea of sitting on the couch of Oprah sort of went by the wayside, but that's what I wanted to do. I, I hear you. Yeah. My same dream dashed when she, <laughs> when she went off the air. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. I think she made it hard for a lot of us women who thought, oh, well, that's that's what I'm going to do. That'll and then, happen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So tell us a success quote, something that you uh, live by, you know, every day, something that drives your business, a quote that you, you really think is powerful for you. Uh, the one that I have lived by for probably the last 10 years is by uh, Soren Kierkegaard, and it's life can only be understood going backwards, but lived going forward. And I find that to be really true because, uh, you know, you get through certain things, you don't know why you're going through them or what you're doing. Um, and then going backwards, you certainly understand them. But it's every day is a new day and you just have to take what's in front of you. <laughs> I agree. I completely agree. So let's dive into your three tips for getting organized as an entrepreneur. Um, so your first tip is everything starts with a solid vision. Without it, execution will result in chaos. So explain to us how, how you see this. Well, so often when I go into a company, I ask the entrepreneur what his his or her vision was for starting the business. And it's often really different than where they're at today. And so then the second question is, well, was that vision important? Is that what you really wanted? Well, yes, it was. Okay, so then what's the gap? Where? How did we get here when where you really wanted to go was there? And so, you know, we take it backwards to what they wanted to accomplish. And the problem is that, that once a business gets going, it's got a lot of energy behind it. And so that flywheel starts moving pretty quickly. And we start to take opportunities as they come along. And they may or may not be in alignment with what the original vision was. And that's how businesses sometimes get really off track. And, and they may or may not be successful with that, but it might not be what you originally wanted. So where I always go to is, you know, let's get that vision really solid. What does it look like five years from now? Sit in the desk. Tell me what your office looks like, what the company looks like, who, what customers are you serving, how many people do you have? I mean, I make them get really, really detailed about it because the more detailed you are, the easier it is to come up with the business plan that then supports it. Right. And do you see this a lot? Because I can imagine that you see this a ton. I can even I can even tell you a hundred times how that happened with Sheik CEO. Where, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it's interesting because as entrepreneurs, when things are exciting, there's so many opportunities that fly at you that it's so hard sometimes to say no because they're so exciting. How do you deal with that? Well, exactly. And I call it the bright, shiny star syndrome, which entrepreneurs all suffer from mm -hmm. uh, because they just come at you so quickly. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. And because in our nature, we're like, well, let's manifest that. Let's make it happen. And so we don't want to pass up what might be a great opportunity. The problem is you might be doing that at the expense of the really good opportunity that you started with. And so it's, it's a yes, but. Yes, you can do that, but perhaps not today and maybe later on. And it's always about what is in alignment with the original vision. And, and if it is, terrific. And sometimes you add to it and change it a little bit, and that's fine too. But if it's really way off and it's just a great opportunity, maybe you hold that for later. Right. That's so tough, though. <laughs> it's such a tough one. <laughs> it's like a kid in the candy shop. It, you want to really have is. a bite of each one of them. And you know what? You'll get a tummy ache if you do. Oh, that's such a good analogy. <laughs> such a good analogy. So your second tip is only do what, wait, only do what you can do. 
Only do what only you can do. Okay. Yeah. Only do what only you can do. Right. So tell us about that. Yeah, this is my, um, I heard it a long time ago. I don't even remember where um, I got it. But in, in working in your business, every entrepreneur has a gift. I believe everybody has a gift, just not everyone opens their packages. But, you know, entrepreneurs, they, they sort of get that. They know what theirs is and they know what they're good at. The problem is because you're running the company, you think you're good at everything. And so therefore, you know, you can, you, and you can do a lot of different things, but you end up getting into everybody's ditch and not putting yourself in the one spot where you really excel. You know, so with yours, it's like, I mean, I've looked at your website, it's very creative, it's awesome, it's for women entrepreneurs, and it's just, I mean, there's so many resources there, it's like amazing. So you, you saw this vision of, I want to provide this for entrepreneurs, and and did that. And so that's what you do well, the marketing, the, the uh, you know, the the picture, putting it out there, grabbing all this stuff together. But if you went on to do, say, finance, probably not your area of expertise. Nope. <laughs> and, and it's probably going to get you really down into the weeds. You'll be very unhappy and you're not the best person to do it. So what I try to encourage them to do is to find, you know, what their real sweet spot is, what you do just without thinking when you're in the zone and it's just your thing and nobody else can do it quite as well as you. That's your role in the company. And then you hire for the rest and you really have to let go. And that is really hard for entrepreneurs to do. That is really hard <laughs> yeah. for entrepreneurs, especially especially in the beginning when you don't have the resources to yeah. to outsource out or you know get help. I mean, I have an army of interns that have helped mm-hmm. uh, me since day one. But how? What do you say to entrepreneurs when they're in that space where they just don't have an extra set of hands? Well, you do have to wear all the hats. At the beginning, you're going to wear all the hats. But just like you do, you figured out how to get uh, interns to to do the rest of uh, your work. But and so as entrepreneurs, you have a um, an ability to sort of figure that out, and uh, and that's what they do. And so you you use your family, you use your friends, you use interns, you use whatever it is to get all these things done and you're doing it too, but recognizing that the quicker the the more momentum you're going to get and you're going to get to your goal faster if you u- utilize other people and let go of that stuff and it's a really hard thing for entrepreneurs to understand, but I guarantee you if they do, the the vision ends up uh, manifesting much sooner. Right. I mean, we've we've had so much growth in the last year or so, and that's a direct reflection of getting hands on deck and empowering the people on our team to do their job. I right. Don't, you know, I don't like to micromanage, and I yeah. I fully believe that the people on my team know much better what to do than I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. it's just my my job to keep the vision in front of everyone. And right. Have them and- execute. 
Yeah. And yours is leadership that, you know, at the end of the day, the entrepreneur is the leader and it's about getting people to bid into their roles, what they do really well and providing that vision and keeping everybody there. You know, I kind of uh, call it like the bowling alley, you know, when you take your kids bowling and they put the kitty bumpers up, the leader's job is to make sure those kitty bumpers are up. So nobody gets a gutter ball while you're <laughs> towards the vision. <laughs> right. I heard a really interesting, um, outlook on being CEO the other day from a venture capital uh, capitalist in Santa Monica and he said you know Stephanie um, the CEO's job is to delegate and the only thing you don't delegate is the delegating <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that's absolutely. brilliant <laughs> absolutely that I totally brilliant. agree with that I loved it I loved it so okay so then your top your your third tip is ask yourself whose job are you doing right now then create an org chart for at least the next two years that has all the positions you need filled in with the titles and the dates yeah so the the you know only do what only you can do but as entrepreneurs we end up doing a lot of different things and so I end up getting people when they're kind of burnt out they're they're like I can't do this I have no quality of life you know blah 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 I'm working 80 hours a week and so then what I tell them to do is just be really conscious just for a week. Ask yourself, whose job are you doing? Now, there may not be a person to take that job. It might be that they're doing um, uh, the finances because they, don't, they have an outside bookkeeper and there's something they need to do internally. But the, when you keep track of this for a week, you'll see which positions need to be filled. Now, sometimes you have somebody in that position and you're just not delegating to them or not letting them do the job. But it's really instructive for entrepreneurs when they do this little exercise for a week. And then you go ahead and create the future org chart so that you know, okay, when we hit this you know, revenue milestone or this uh, profit milestone or this you know, whatever it is in the business, then, you know, we're going to hire a chief marketing officer, then we're going to hire a CFO, or, you know, that's when I'll bring in the COO, you know, so that you've got it all mapped out. And it gives the CEO a lot of comfort, um, knowing that I've got this whole thing planned out for the next couple of years. And, and then when you run across the right person, you can say, well, you know, I can't bring you on right now, but six months from now, I'm going to have a spot for you. And, and sometimes that, 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 uh, timing comes up a lot sooner. I, I recently just worked with one CEO, pretty small company, but we started doing this about um, six months ago, and literally he has achieved all of his goals for 2014. He did them by the end of June. Wow. So everything is ramping up much quicker, and so now we're working on you know 2015 and what he's going to be doing. So it's been really cool because he's hired probably seven or eight people just in the last four or five months. So it's exciting. And that's to replace the work that he was doing on his Correct. own. Correct. Right. Wow, that's a really uh, interesting way to go about it. So where did he find where did he find the money to do that? Was that as a result of getting clear or is it a result of sales efforts? Um, well, both. One of the areas he was focusing on uh, was sales and, and sales was going to fund everything else. So he said, okay, what is it that we need in sales and get really clear there. What do you need to do and hire the right people? He had some wrong people. So we got rid of some of them, got it, brought in the right people. And then um, everything just started hitting once he got the right team in place. And then of course that funds everything else. Right. Wow. Good for him. That's great. <laughs> So we always like to ask our guests to give us a book recommendation, something that you think will make an impact in uh, our entrepreneur's business, something that's, uh, 
you know, actionable and, and uh, good. So what's your book recommendation for our entrepreneurs today? Well, I wouldn't be, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be a very good coach if I didn't recommend my own book. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I wrote a book last year, actually, it was a long time in coming, but um, it was called, it's called uh, Solving the Entrepreneurial Puzzle, the 10 Pieces that Every Business Needs to Succeed. You can get it on Amazon in paperback or um, ebook version. And uh, the, what I tried to do is I believe in keeping things really simple because I have coached so many people people over the years and go to their offices and see books everywhere. And I know they're never going to read them. <laughs> I do it myself, right? Mm. And when you go to their bedroom, they're on the nightstand, you know, they're, they're just everywhere. It's like, forget about it. So what I came up with was the 10 things that I saw as the biggest blocks or, or pieces that were missing with entrepreneurs. And so there's uh, 10 pretty easy to read chapters, lots of tips and tools, um, and sort of a summary at the end of each chapter. You can read each chapter or you can read the whole book. So it's an easy, plain read book. Um, and it's the things I think that, that really help people with the constraints that are in their way in their business. Excellent. I will definitely check it out. I love to read. So Good. <laughs> I will definitely check it out. And I definitely have a book of stack of books by my next yeah. too. <laughs> Everybody does, definitely. <laughs> So we always ask our guests to challenge our community of entrepreneurs, something that they can do today to make an impact in their business. And what is your challenge for our entrepreneurs? Well, mine is to simply believe in the vision. I know as women, we tend to negate our own beliefs sometimes. And especially for women, it's just to say, yeah, this is an awesome vision and it's going to make it. So to believe in it and then share it with one or two other people and be open to the feedback that you might get. Because uh, if you don't put it out there in the universe, you're never going to get anything back. And so, you know, put it out there, go for it and be open to the feedback that you might get and the vision will be realized a whole lot sooner than you think. Oh, I totally agree with this. Completely <laughs> agree. I I talk to so many entrepreneurs that won't reveal their idea for fear of people stealing it and uh, I, oh, it's yeah. just the worst. I keep telling them you're doing yourself such a disservice because the feedback that you could get from people who have been there done that for yes. free just by sharing your idea is off the charts packed with value and you couldn't even pay for that kind of consulting exactly and exactly it, just by putting your idea out there so that's a great challenge and I, I look forward to hearing how everybody in our community um, reacts to that so Mary thank you so much for joining us today that was a really fun interview and uh, I really hope that we have you back again and congrats on all of your success and keep us updated on you Thank you, Stephanie. My pleasure to be here and, and congratulations on Chick CEO. Awesome website, awesome resource for entrepreneurs. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Top 3 Podcast. If you're looking to start a business, come on over to chic-ceo.com to get all of the information you need to get moving. If you're looking to grow your existing business, you aren't quite ready for a business coach, but you know you need some higher level business strategy, the Chic Elite program is a perfect fit. So head on over to chic-ceo.com to check out all the resources and for the show notes to today's episode.